Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes, so climb on board to the Point Break! Welcome back to Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. I'm Marin Kennedy. And I'm Jessa Lowe. Hi Jessa, how's it going? Good. I didn't realize you were recording. You didn't realize it? I, we were just talking about it. Oh. No? We don't have to do this on the air. <laughs> You're, are you ready to go? Yep. Cool. This is Point Break Minute. We're doing Minute 101, Dalmatians. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. That was just the thing, that the only 101 thing I could think of. Yeah. Finally busting that triple digit barrier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was very, very graphic imagery. Yeah. Busting that triple digit barrier. Mmm, alliteration. So, minute 101. No, alliteration. Tri- yeah, it was. Triple digit. That's Busting that triple digit barrier. Oh, okay. That, yeah, sure. Bubba. Uh, hey, Bubba. <laughs> Baby. Um, so, minute. Baby. Oh, God, Marin. Um, there's. We're on minute 101, and 101 begins with Keanu grimacing over Busey's dead body. Bodie is helping Roach get to the plane, hobbling. They're hobbling together over there, shouting, come on, come on, just hang on. Um, Roach says, I really fucked up. Bodie says, just hang on, you'll be all right. Then... Pilot comes out. Yeah. And he puts his foot down. <laughs> yeah. Says, I'm not flying you guys to San Felipe. <laughs> he basically just folds his arms in front yeah. of him. Like, Harumph. I am not flying you guys to San Felipe. Man. Hey, man. Hey, man. And all it takes is. He's, I think wrote... he says, Hey, I think, I think he says, I'm not flying you guys to San Felipe, man. Oh, yeah. So he's, he's trying to be one of the guys. Yeah. He's, Listen here, mister. All Listen. right, buddy. Yeah. And, uh, I'm going to have to have a word. Where the fuck are my hard-boiled eggs? <laughs> um, that is a reference to a meme we saw on Facebook where it's like the levels of white guy anger. Yeah. In case you're wondering where the hard-boiled eggs <laughs> yeah. thing came from. Uh, it's also an Arrested Development quote. But he puts his foot down and then uh, Roach is like, get in the plane. He snarls at him. And he doesn't even, he's just like, okay. <laughs> he's just kind of like, oh, Get out of here! And runs back into the plane. I just feel like it needed like one minute, one moment of being like, "Oh, geez, okay." Yeah, okay. There's this bloody guy who's just gotten shot by, uh, was it by Keanu? No, no, no. It was by Busey. Busey's just shot him I think, mm-hmm. twice, and he's still alive and bleeding profusely and hobbling over towards you. And you're like, "Oh, I don't think we should go." And then get in the plane. And be like, "Oh, okay, I'm getting in the plane now." Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would. But he, he, you don't even see him. He just, like, turns around. Yeah, yeah there's no, like... He doesn't seem to respond Whoa. in any way. He just mechanically kind of, like, okay. Yeah. He was just the extra they picked out of the, for the day to That's, be like, his one line. Yeah. Other than that, he just kind of is the pilot. Yeah. He kind of, like, tries to back out a couple times. I think it's the second time he tries to back out. Cause didn't he he should have gotten a new pilot. But I yeah. guess it's kind of hard for, like, criminals to find a pilot who's willing to... You know, I was thinking criminals should just learn how to do their own flying. I was watching Face Off recently. I was about to say. And they have a similar situation where Nicolas Cage is trying to take this plane to take off, and the pilot 
He's uh, not really doing what he wants me to do. And he's like, you know, you, you just got to get your pilot's license, criminals. Exactly. And then. You can, don't have to worry about the pi- you know, the, the pilots doing what you want I mean, to John do. Travolta in Face Off was able to commandeer a helicopter because people weren't doing what he wanted. So. <laughs> he does. Like, he got his license. That scene is ridiculous. If you want to listen to us talk about Face Off or me talk about Face Off, uh, I guess it's a Patreon episode for Minute Impossible. So, so donate, then listen. Yes. <laughs> Um, but no, but Impossible is great. So yeah, should... they're our friends, friends of the show, Jonathan and now uh, and now Chris, who we recorded with recently yeah. as well. And so support them. They're so funny. yeah, go go listen to Minute funny Impossible. Funny guys. We'll um, be on. We'll be on their show in a few months. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think I, I just wanted to say oh. he said I'm not flying you guys to San Felipe just to um, go over that. San Felipe oh. is in Baja California, Mexico. Okay. So it's kind of just over the border, you know, 50 miles or so, maybe. Wait. Cal- you said it's in San Felipe is in Baja, California, Mexico? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? California, Mexico. Baja, California is a uh, region of Mexico. It's just south of San Diego. It's what the a- fuck? I didn't know this. Now you, the more you know. Why is it called California if it's in Mexico? California is a Spanish word. Isn't it? I don't really I know what so. it means. I think so. What does California mean? Doesn't, doesn't Ron... Uh, no, San, San Diego means Wales vagina. <laughs> it doesn't really mean no, Wales vagina. No, it doesn't. Okay. No, but that's that's the joke that Ron, Ron Perlman makes. <laughs> Ron Perlman. <laughs> What's his name? Ron Burgundy. Ron Burgundy. Ron Perlman. <laughs> what would that be? You know, uh, San Diego means a whale's vagina. Yeah, I'd pay money to see him do a comedy. That wasn't really a very good Ron Perlman impression. It was just kind of a gruff voice. Yeah. That's the closest I can do right now. Yeah. I still pay money to see Ron Perlman just pretty much do anything. I For really... sure. Yeah. Um. So is it Bodie or Roach who's saying, get in the plane, start those engines, good, tell him where we're going. Let's go, man. I think those are all separate lines, actually. Who says good, tell him where we're going? I don't. uh, Oh, that's Bodie. Because he's like, he's being sarcastic, like, oh, good, good, tell him where we're going. What do you mean? Because he says, I'm not flying you guys to San Felipe. Oh, so, he, so he's like, he doesn't want Keanu. Keanu's going to know sooner or later. He's going with them. He might not. I mean, if he didn't know the name of the place they're going to and they just land in a place. That's true. That's true. That's true. And we can only gather that Keanu is not from um He's from California. Ohio. Yeah, he's not from California. So he doesn't know, you know, the locale. Yeah. yeah, since he's probably a rookie. He's only been here a short time. He doesn't. He hasn't done one of those late night drunken over the border trips. Oh. Or they go down and uh, have a good time down in down in Mexico. Yeah. Get some avocados. Can you get avocados in California? <laughs> yeah. <you can. laughs> yeah. Um, cool thing. My cousin used to live in Huntington Beach, and you can get a bag of avocados for two bucks there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right from the source. It's, it's crazy. Hipster heaven. Yeah, I love it. Um, then Bodhi is standing over Keanu with kind of a sad face, saying, "Let's go, man. We're gonna ride this all the way, Johnny. You and me. So let's go." Johnny just kind of shakes his head and looks down. 
then Swayze gets mad. This is like, is this the first time we've seen him get this aggressive and like this hostile towards Keanu? Well, he punches him earlier. I would say that's the other time. Oh, yeah. I'd say this is a step up, though, because he's aiming a shotgun at him. Yeah. And saying, uh, get the fuck up. Tyler's waiting. Yeah, he, he, they got to go. The police are coming. Like the Yeah, yeah. We hear sirens coming. Now, who called the police? And they just shot an FBI agent. Yeah. Uh, I. That's a good question. I mean, probably someone who heard gunshots, I'm imagining. I, but the thing is, they're at an airport. Wouldn't you think there'd be, like, sounds of, like, backfiring and stuff? Uh, not like that. Okay. I mean, there's there was a there were a lot of gunshots, including shotguns and. Oh, that's like, true. I guess I, shotguns have a different sound. And there, there are going to be enough people nearby in the was this the San Clemente Airport or San, Santa mm-hmm. Monica Airport? Wait, um, how do you know that? Because they said that earlier. Oh. I just try to remember things <laughs> that are in the movie that we talk about. <laughs> uh, so it's not like LAX, but there's going to be enough people around, and although I don't think they would have their own security though yeah the smaller airport but i don't know anyway the police are coming they hear sirens so they got to get going um why does swayze take Keanu with him collateral they already have tyler as a hostage but who's gonna give a shit about tyler keanu's in the fbi i guess that's you know one up they have an fbi agent hostage the fbi is gonna be careful you know they're not going to want to waste one of their agents, hopefully. And he just loves Keanu. There's something bringing and just tying them together. They just, yeah, he just needs him. He just can't say goodbye. Yeah. Even in his uh, his state, especially yeah. in his state, maybe. Yeah. He's lost a lot of people recently. He has. He looks, he looks just in a minute, you know, a second later, he's staring at Nathaniel's corpse. Yeah. On the ground that they just leave there. Yeah. He just has to leave him. And take his gun first and then leave him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty sad. Yeah. This is a big... This is a lot in this scene. Uh, it's it's hard. It, like, I don't... It's hard talking about these scenes uh, because it is sad. Mm-hmm. Like, I, we, we ragged on Nathaniel for so long. But now, who's the dadliest of them all now? I don't think that any of them are very... very I guess Bodie is kind of like the father yeah. figure now, but... So he's got to step up. He's the man of the house now, Murray. He's the man of the house. He's got to He's got to take on some more responsibility. Yeah. And take over that place. Yeah. He's got to take care of his mom. Yeah. A.K.A. Keanu. Uh, Keanu's the mom and Roach is the, the son. Yeah. Roach <laughs> is their hunchback of notre dame's son and then the pilot murph is like the wilson he's the neighbor that you you don't see his mouth you just see his eyes over the fence oh really that's weird have you not seen home improvement before no that's one of the that's one of the good bits in it you just see his eyes that's so menacing you see like his no it's just like his mouth that you don't see i'm pretty that's sure that's really menacing it's not though he's very nice he gives it he gives advice to tim allen he's like he's like he, a, he gives words of wisdom so he's like the original smizer <laughs> kind of yeah he does kind of, i mean he doesn't Think I don't, about the, he doesn't smize with his thighs uh but smize with his thighs what i don't know where i don't know where, i just for <laughs> some reason i was thinking of like i got confused yeah he he does kind of smize and especially with his voice too so he vi he vi 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 
Yeah. He acts so and backs. He sounds very friendly without actually seeing his face. He does a good job. And there's one scene where they're like, there's someone in the hospital and he brings flowers and then the flowers are in front of his mouth. So he still can't see his face. It's ongoing. But it's, like the, it's like not knowing Kramer's first name. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I have a lot of fondness for like Tim Allen things in the 90s. You, I don't know. You do. You love Tim Allen in the 90s. I do. I think you're his 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 lamppost, his guardian. What's, sure. What's it called? Not lamppost. Or is it called lamppost? I don't know what what's you're talking about. What's it called about? when you like, you're going to guard for him and like defend him? Being a guard or guardian? No. Something post. I'm not though. I, I mean, he is uh, kind of a conservative shitbag now. So oh, is he? Yeah. Really, he's conservative. Yeah, he's pretty conservative. Ah, oh, that sucks. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't. I don't go out of my way to look up the details of these sort of things, so I don't really know. But that's what I've heard. He also got busted with that glorious. Mustache. There's also the, yeah. Also the cocaine thing, which yeah. is also bad. He like ratted out his friends. Jesus. So. How but he's I not still, dead. I still enjoy his some of his things from the 90s. I think he's kind of an underrated actor. That's all I'll say. Okay. There you go. Anything else you want to say about this minute? Oh, they all hop in the plane, and then the yeah. door's still open, and the plane's kind of driving around with the door open. Yeah, they're going as fast as they can, getting on that runway. Again, if this was face-off, it would be a chase down the runway with the cop cars. Well, you see the cop cars starting to come down the runway. Yeah, they're, they're, they're hot on their heels. Could Keanu have called the cops? <laughs> with his beeper or something Could like that. Called the cops. Alliteration. <gasps> Glorious. It, it really was that time. Could he have though? No. You don't think so? You don't think he was like, "Hey, buddies, let's go." You, he didn't have time to use a phone. The only okay. thing is, if he has like a beeper that he can press one button and it calls the cops, which I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know. I don't know how beepers work. Are beepers different than pagers? No, that's the same. Yeah, same thing. They just call him the same thing. It's just a different word for it. Hmm. Hmm. You didn't even heard someone call it a beeper? Oh, I've heard people call them beepers. I just didn't know they were the same thing. Oh, okay. Maybe I did. I don't know. I just don't think I ever cared enough to ask. They were a little before our time. Yeah. We're babies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else you want to say about this minute? No, I think I'm good. Okay. We have to move on to recommendations because I'm dying, Marin. You have, you've been holding back, really, really yeah. trying to hold back not to talk about this thing that yeah. you're much more excited about yeah. than this minute of point break. Yes. Go ahead. I release you. Okay. So about eight hours ago, Hot Chip, my favorite band in the entire universe in the history of all time, just released a 26-second teaser for something called Hungry Child. I don't know what it is, and it's killing me. It could be a music video. It could be a single. It could be their new album. I don't know. And I don't know when it's coming out. But it looks so good. And it's like a hor- it looks like a horror movie trailer where you're only seeing close-ups of people's faces, and they're saying stuff like, what is this song? What the hell? And then there's glorious music playing that I can only guess is going to be their first single off that album. Or... The single titled Hungry Child. Hungry Child. Hungry Child. And it's killing me, Murrin, that I don't know what it is. Hungry Child sounds like the uh like the mini version of the Hungry Man frozen yeah. dinner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is for hungry husky children. <laughs> <laughs> for husky children. <laughs> to keep them at a nice solid weight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's for maintaining. Yeah. Yeah. But the lyrics are 
Joe Goddard singing is Begging Like a Hungry Child. Is he the one who has the falsetto? No, that's, that's Alex Taylor. Okay. Um, Joe Goddard has a really low voice. Joe Goddard's well, my not, favorite. Not really low. He's my favorite, okay? It's still a pretty high voice, I feel like, though. I don't think so. Anyway, Joe Goddard, very good. Okay, but he's singing Begging Like a Hungry Child, Like an Angry Ghost, I'm Fiendish for You. It's so good. I'm so excited, Murrin. He does kind of have a low voice. He has kind of like a I lower think, I think he has timbre. a pretty low voice. Yeah. If you haven't listened to Hot Chip, I highly recommend listening to them because they're amazing. And every time you listen to one of their songs, you discover something new and more about it. They've, they're really good at layering their synths and their tracks and their samples in a way that um, it, it just creates this multidimensional texture. And it's a little bit droning, which I like because I'm really into trip hop and like Massive Attack. But then it's also like super dancey. And Alexis Taylor has the weirdest voice in the world. Somebody, a reviewer once described it as sound like he's always about to cry. And it's true. He's this really weird falsetto. And then Joe Goddard is the other lead vocalist and my personal favorite. And he has the lower voice to compliment Alexis Taylor's super high-pitched voice. Mm-hmm. And then... um then Al Doyle from LCD Sound System is their guitarist. And uh, Felix and Owen, I don't remember their last names, are the other two that round out the main band. I've seen them twice in concert. Is Alexis Taylor the one who is also in LCD Sound System? No, only Al Doyle. Al Doyle is, yeah. Yeah. No, Alexis Taylor has his own DJ career. And that's why he has the lyrics about the, like, I like Zap, not Zappa. Yeah. Do I look like a rapper? I don't want no jibber jabber. Yes. Oh, I don't want no jibber jabber. Um, that all makes sense now. It all, yeah, doesn't it not? But anyway, yeah, Al Doyle also an LCD sound system. I just wanted to. Yeah. That's, Joe Goddard also, in the past couple years, they haven't released a new album. They were releasing new albums pretty regularly, like every couple of years or so. But the last one they released was like, I don't know, a while ago. 2015 maybe? I don't know. 2016, maybe? That's not that long ago. It's too long for me, Marin. I know. be a new one every month. I know. Um, maybe every year. I can handle every year. Um, but yeah, they've been teasing us for a while. You know, back in January, they were putting out these videos that they were back in the studio. Whoa. Yeah. So now this is it. Yeah, this is it. But Joe Goddard and Alexis Taylor have been releasing their solo albums for the past couple of years in the in-between. But I'm not a huge fan of their solo work. Mm-hmm. You get that, you need that uh, fusion. And it just creates... Those two heats working together. It's like angels singing. From on high? Sure. Um, But if you want to start getting into Hot Chip and talking to me about it, because everyone should, um, you should check out the album Made in the Dark. It's really good. Why Makes Sense. It's really good. And, ooh, they're all really good. Mm, Coming On Strong is, like, I think universally thought of to be their best album. So maybe that should be where people start. Yeah. Also a lot of good music videos. You can just find those. Amazing music videos. Yeah. Best things ever. I love them. Mern, what's your recommendation? Uh, I still haven't really seen anything new for a while. Um, I did finally see Lego Movie Part 2, the second part. What'd you think? I liked it. Not quite as good as the first one, but had some interesting stuff, and I liked the message of it overall a yeah. lot. I thought it had a really solid message, 
kind of about toxic masculinity, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, and it really did, uh, spoiler alert, it really moved me when I, I liked the the live the live parts. I'll just they say were that. nice. I, I liked the the and it, you know the first one. If you, I think probably most people who listen to this have seen the first Lego movie. A lot of people saw yeah. that movie. Uh, the the part where it the big reveal that it's like oh these are toys that are being played with yeah and then it's Will Ferrell's the dad and then the son it's some other guy some kid yeah I don't know uh, um. I like that scene too. I, I really like that reveal. I think it really sort of takes that movie to the next level. Um, and then the live scenes in this movie are a good follow up to how the setup of that that scene. And then also like how the sort of cliffhanger joke of the first movie is like the sisters playing now, oh, and that's the Duplos right. come in and that's like right. we're here to destroy you. Yeah, and it's sort of just a joke. Ah! And then like the second movie does a good job of being like. Okay, well, that happened, and now yeah. let's see what where it goes from here. Yeah, and it takes it in a really nice direction where it's not just a joke about girl toys or yeah. like little kid toys. It's like does it sincerely in a nice way that that has a nice message for kids. I think so. Yeah, I I thought it was it was pretty great. Um, some of the music I didn't like as much. Um, although the main song is pretty good. This song's gonna get stuck inside. Yeah, yeah that's gonna... that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, it does. It certainly did. At the and, end of the movie, I was it still was stuck in my yeah. head. And I liked the uh, I like the song that the the bad girl sings. Um, See, I I didn't like the really? the one that, about how she's not evil that Tiffany yeah, Haddish sings. Yeah, oh, I really liked it. I I don't know. It, it was I liked the idea of it. Maybe I just didn't really like the tune. But <clears throat> and I also liked um, at the end. They're singing like everything's not awesome. Yes, I, I I liked it. Oh, overall good movie. Anyway, that's not my recommendation because oh. Jessa already recommended it. You can recommend it again. Well, sure, a double recommendation. I I, I liked it quite a bit. Um, my real recommendation is, as I said, I haven't really seen anything new. That was like the last movie I saw, uh, which Jessa already recommended. Uh, I'm gonna do a recommendation slash plug, uh, like what we already kind of did for Minute Impossible. We're gonna be on it, and if our episode will debut in a few months, I think uh, it's a good it's a good uh, podcast. If you like Mission Impossible movies, or even if you don't, they're good guys, entertaining. They have good guests like us, um, and also as a double plug, uh, one of the guys from that, Jonathan Howell, and I are going to do a Fast and Furious podcast. What? I'm gonna take this time to announce that officially on our podcast. It's been announced on theirs, or it will have it will be. And also on a few other things, uh, but yeah, we're uh, we're gonna do a thing. I've I've been calling it uh, podcasting a quarter movie at a time because we're gonna do four episodes per Fast and Furious movie. I'm talking about the Fast and the Furious. I'm talking about Too Fast, Too Furious. I'm talking about the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. I'm talking about Fast and Furious without the thes. I'm talking about Fast Five. I'm talking about Fast and Furious Six. I'm talking about Furious Seven. I'm talking about the fate of the Furious and soon enough uh, Hobbs and Shaw, Fast and Furious story. Mm. I know that's not the real title, but I started calling it that as a joke and now I can't stop. Isn't what a Fast and Furious story? Is it's it? called Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, oh. which is just as awkward. Yeah, I like Fast and Furious story. Yeah, because it's like the Star Wars story. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, anyway, uh, we're going to be doing that and it's going to be great. And uh, Jess will be on it sometimes probably. Yeah, I we talked about maybe me being on it to offer a dissenting opinion because I can't stand those movies. Even though you haven't really seen them. Yeah, but I feel like they insult my intelligence, Mern, and I don't like it. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think I think we should have you on there as a dissenting opinion 
So it isn't just a bunch of dudes going like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, it's not, awesome. it's not a circle jerk about how great Fast and Furious is. <laughs> yeah, which it will be most of the time. It will be, yeah. Uh, so we'll, I think we'll have you on there. I, I, we'll, it, you know, for each movie, I think at least at least once for each movie I'd like to I'd like to have. But we're, yeah. we have yet to sort of plan it out, but uh, that's basically what it'll be. And it'll be really good and funny. Yeah. And I think even if you don't like Fast and Furious movies, we're going to be entertaining and... Uh, Come to we, my we, side. We will, like we'll, you know, obviously part of this is to make fun of things too. So we'll be making fun of how dumb they are too. Yeah. But in so a, do you do you actually think they're dumb though? Yeah. They're they're super dumb. Okay. You don't love them like. I love them in a similar way to like Face Off, I would say. Face Off is a super dumb, crazy movie that makes no it's sense. just not cool enough to be Face Off. I can see that. Face Off, I mean, in Face Off... They don't it's go a John Woo movie. Enough. Well, yeah, that's a point to be made. Well, anyway, this is all preview for yeah. the podcast where we'll yeah. be discussing this. Uh, so yeah, Fast and Furious. Uh, is, I don't know what it'll be called yet, but uh, I'll fa- announce I it like later. Something, when we... something, something. A Fast and Furious story. <laughs> okay, we'll call it. We'll call it Fast and Furious presents. No. A, Anyway, yeah, we'll we'll call it something, and I'll announce it later when we we'll do. Call that. it a Fast and Furious story because that's funny. I do like that. Yeah, a Fast and Furious. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for Point Break Minute. We did minute one hundred and one. We're getting so close. We have twenty minutes left. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of sad, but also oh, kind of relieved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this has been an endurance test. Yeah. We'll catch you on the flip side. This has been Jessa and Murrin. Um, thank you for listening. And we'll tune in next time for 102 with Point Break Minute, Brock. Woo!